can I defend you? Your podcast name is as long as a menu. You might think it's easy to write a song. For a podcast name eight or nine words long. Perry has got a podcast. This is my bourbon Everybody to another episode of This is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. With me this week, it's my co-host, Eric the Whiskey Mutant Smith. It's Arrested Whiskey Mutant. Arrest? Oh, you mean like I didn't get you arrested. have been arrested. No. No, I got out of jail this morning. Yeah. After our live last night. Oh, I went okay. To jail. What'd you go do? Um Well Did you run into any of our patrons? <laughs> uh, do we have a new patron this week? I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't think so. Because this guy that I ran into definitely wasn't joining the Patreon. Is that so? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Um, yeah, we don't have anybody new. Um, remember the the burning garage? Just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the person who set the garage on fire is apparently a serial arsonist. And I tried to capture them last night after our live, mm. but I got framed for another burning garage. Oh, snap. So I had to go to jail. It was this whole thing. Um, I was falsely accused. That's a pretty um, quick turnaround for people to realize that it was. you had nothing to do with it. It's this crazy thing. I just got the face, you know? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't want to. I've seen it. They didn't want to see things happen to me in jail. And they knew I had a podcast to record, so here we are. Well, there you go. But I got that was a, awfully nice of them. I got up here in court in like two weeks. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll live stream it. Try to monetize. Uh... I mean, everything can be content, right? <laughs> well, hey, if this is your first time checking out our content, thank I you really so much for arrested. being here. Yeah, he wasn't. He's fine. I don't do that bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Hit the subscribe button, uh, whether you're on YouTube or your podcast app of choice. If you're just listening and you want to see our our big, smiling, pretty faces, uh, you can do so by heading over to YouTube.com slash my bourbon. Nope, this is my bourbon podcast. Slash. We got too many things, man. We got a lot of things. We got too many things. Uh, But if you're returning, it is so good to have you back. If you haven't yet left a five-star rating and review, please do so. It would mean the world. That's uh, a great way to get the podcast in the algorithm of searching and all that nonsense. I don't really know how it works, but does anybody know how it works? No, not really. Not, People are not always like, "You can use this hashtag this week," or "Don't post until this time this week." Yeah, I fuck. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't understand it at all. What was that thing you said to Patreon last week about trying not to swear so much on the yeah, main episode? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is something weird. And and look, that probably has no effect on us now because we are alcohol based. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Too. So, yeah, I know. I know. Like, I'm, uh, I'm fine with all the podcasts putting their stuff like, you know, non parental advisory, but like at the same time, come on. Let's just be honest. I don't know. You ever drink with somebody who didn't cuss? Not, not, not say the worst of the worst, but I feel like 
Everybody I've drank with at least have said a bad word at some point. Okay, so like I've said a bad word, but I don't like frequently swear. But I do. But Except I'm just for me. <laughs> huh? What? You d- no no no. I'm saying you don't. I do swear frequently. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought you were saying that you do frequently drink with people who swear. No, 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 no. I mean, I do too, I guess. No, I'm saying but... I frequently swear myself. I'm just saying, like, at some point, has anybody ever drank with anybody and you know 100% that they've never said a bad word? Never is a strong... I'm just saying. Just saying. That's a, that's a strong method of, uh, I, of hey, excluding people. That's... Harsh criteria. Hey, I'm keeping it real. Somehow. Sorry, I'm trying to clean out some glasses. Yeah, clean them out. Yeah, I'm working on it. Psst, psst. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at my bourbon pod at Whiskey Mutant. We're all over the place, but mostly like Instagram, Twitter, yeah. TikTok, Facebook, all the, all the main things, the stuff that matters. Unless I suppose. You're, unless you're Dustin, you don't believe in Instagram. So. <laughs> Still. Out of all the stuff that we've Somehow. done and preached for a year, like just make an account. Well, just he's follow, not on Twitter either. Just make an account and follow us. Just us. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. We haven't sang in a while. Uh, or a podcast in a while. Just the two of us. Anyway. Building castles in the sky. Uh, if you want to uh, check out all of our apparel and merchandise, you can do show, do show, do so by heading to bourbonshop.threadless.com. This stupid citrus bump is not. Yeah, you got, yeah. I got it started on the tip of my tongue, and then you bite it, and then I keep biting it, and it makes it worse. Well, so that's a good time. Bourbonshop.threadless.com is what I was trying to say. You can send all of your questions or comments about the things that are happening. With the podcast too, this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. We got a nice, lovely little letter this week. Nice. So like gonna... a handwritten one? Uh, it was in digital. Well, they use their fingers to type it. Uh, yeah, well, uh, it's 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 finger written. I want a letter typed. that's like wax stamped. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. And like they use the pen where they bring it out of a box and it's like they <laughs> dip it in the thing and they're like, dear Tim Bip. And then. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have to talk about? You can send us a voicemail for the Barrel Ring segment at 859-428-8253. We listen to those live on air. We do. And we respond to them and say, hello. Thanks for Halo. Halo. I can be your halo. <laughs> halo. A lot of singing. Tony Atterietta is texting me and I don't know Right why. now? Oh, nice. He was just telling me about his plans for 10-bip weekend. Oh, sweet. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Speaking of 10-bip weekend... In a minute. <laughs> I can finish. Well, I was going to talk about Patreon, too. It's patreon.com yeah. slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as $5 a month, there's so much bonus content over there. We just started back this week with the Pours on the Floor series. Not only am I happy, my wife's happy because I'm cleaning out the basement again. I like making your wife happy. I hated that I said that. Wow. I hated that I said that. I want to... <laughs> Friends with benefits, baby. <laughs> hey, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, but that's not a part of oh. anything. I want to tell you said this. Please, God, do not. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Please, please don't do that. I won't. 
I'm more likely to make a your mom joke than I am a your wife joke. Yeah. Yeah. So because I don't know your mom. <laughs> um, I know your mom's wife. My mom's wife. Sorry, let me retract that. I know your wife's mom. <laughs> yeah, you do. I do. Hot. Uh, you must love your mother in law. <laughs> you flinch upon. <laughs> My, now you have to marry your mother-in-law. Not my mother-in-law. Oh my god, <laughs> she's nice. She's a nice person. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Who is the most popular now, Paul? I don't know my dad, but you know, <laughs> you have no good car ideas. You know, when your your you and your spouse have a lot of things in common. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know her father either. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff anyway (laughs) oh man uh yeah let's talk about this my bourbon weekend 2023 real quick god i can't wait boy howdy uh we have made some major developments this week as well in terms (laughs) of the the uh the the special guests that we are going to have around Mm. and (gasps) a barrel pick so what now you haven't told me this. Sure, I have. No, you haven't. <laughs> did you just wink at me? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. It's I don't like this little paradox. That, yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so we got some stuff in the works. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. We got we got some very interesting developments happening currently as well uh but if you want to find tickets for that they are on eventbrite which also there should be a link for them in the description of this as well because they were there last week um still plenty of tickets available um i mean i mean you know it's february and this is happening in right uh May. But, so you I got mean, time. People took those VIP pluses pretty fast. They're though. gone. Yeah. yeah. VIP plus tickets are, are completely gone. But they're still VIP. There's still plenty of VIP. There's still plenty of live show tickets. Do you want to tell people about, in general, what's happening that weekend along yeah. with the uh, the live show stuff? Yeah. So um, you have to get the VIP ticket in order to get all this. But um, we're going to. But if st- you do. If you do, we're going to. Everything starts on Friday for you. Um, if you're staying, even if you're coming in for the live show and you just want somewhere to stay that Saturday night, uh, reach out to us or, uh, we'll put the hotel link up cause you can use the discounted hotel, which I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. Some people have texted me and said, Hey, like I, tr- I booked straight from the place and I got a cheaper rate on a certain night or whatever. This rate will not change. Because it's going to go up before the weekend. And this is a book now, pay later thing. So if you got on the website and tried to book a room, you would have to, in order to get a cheaper room, you would have to pay now and it's non-refundable. This is a book now, pay when you get here, great rate for the weekend. It's 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 going to be a busy weekend and the rates are going to go up. Um, but anyway, so... If you just come in for the live show, you can have a place to stay if you jump on that now, if you need it. But if you join the VIP um, Friday, we're going to meet at the hotel. Um, and that's in Lexington. Anybody listening? Where is it at? It's in Lexington. 
Um, and we on Friday, we're going to get together. We're going to have our own room that we can meet in. If you were there last year, um, the room's going to be bigger now. Um, it was kind of cramped with the bottle share. People had bottles everywhere. We were kind of laying on top of each other, very intimate, but very claustrophobic. Um, but this time we're going to have our own room. Uh, you can bottle share, hang out with your friends, people that listen to the show, um, we're going to do on Friday, it's going to be a tasting, um, that me and Perry are going to put together and we're going to split it up this year. So, um, more people in the tasting, um, but two different sessions to where you have more room and you can kind of relax a little bit more as opposed to being like kind of crammed in the one space. Yeah. Um, and they're probably going to be some, something special going on in that tasting for everybody. Um, then we are going to, we're figuring out somewhere to have dinner that night. Um, obviously we wish we could pay for everybody's dinner. Um, but it's just, we want you guys to be able to order drinks and food that you want and not be limited to what, you know, we may be able to afford, but we're trying to provide transportation somewhere outside of the hotel restaurant so we can go somewhere and we'll cover all that for you guys um, transportation the transportation to and from that so we get back after dinner yeah we're gonna do uh the live patreon recordings there with you guys um we'll probably do everything we'll do some whatever we're doing there sample irresistible portion of the floor pregame chats you can be on it just come up like we're gonna just do a full live recording and then hang out friday night um saturday um will be the live show. If you got the VIP, VIP plus, uh, there's going to be a special tasting, uh, with, uh, Peggy. Um, and then, uh, everybody's going to be hanging out there. The room will be open. You can still hang out with everybody and bottle share up until the point of the live show. Uh, the live show will start. Um, we're going to have some pre stuff there. There's going to be food at the live show. You got a free drink on us. Um, there's going to be a cash bar. Uh, it's, it's kind of, limited with unfortunately that room is like they have to control the alcohol that's in there yeah so you can't really be just openly pouring bottles for everybody that's why there's a bar but i think that's a good chance to get like a cocktail or something to kind of divide it up between like just neat pours well Um, yeah and it it helps you know, support the, yeah. Uh, and there's a bartender there the that's working well. and like yeah. help her out. Like, but she's going to be making cocktails or he, whoever's there, um, one drink on us. And then the rest is on you guys. Um, we're, we're going to try to get a little something, a little extra for you. And then after the show, I mean, we still have our room for that night. Um, if you're in part of the VIP, you will still have access to that. Um, and we're just going to be hanging out yeah. the rest of the night. So good stuff man it is good stuff yeah it's just fun i i i think it's a great time we we try to focus more on just letting you guys hang out and then we're involved with coordinating and giving you a little bit extra but it it's all about like all the people you see in the group all the people that you're commenting with during the lives and stuff like this is your chance to hang out and share pours with them yeah so exactly yeah, links yeah. in the description. Get it. <laughs> you got time. Figure it out. But yeah. I will say, if it if it gets, I'm I'm up to seventy five percent sold out. If it gets seventy five percent sold out by the middle of March, end of March, I'm gonna bleach my hair. 
I'm wearing white pants. And Perry's wearing white pants. He's going to look like he's on the set of Miami Vice. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just do it. Okay. Nice. Uh, what's next? Um, sips and snacks? Sips and snacks. <sighs> All right. So this is how we kick off every other episode, I would say. Yeah. Where Eric provides a pour for us to drink and then a snack for us right. to pair it with. Um, the theme on this show, oh, you're going to be on Matt Madness tonight. Oh, snap, yeah. If you haven't watched it already, I'm going to be on Matt Madness tonight. <laughs> you're going to know what happened if you've already watched it. By this point, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel really good about this one. This I feel year. good about this I'm one. I'm feeling really, really good about it. Uh, I got some stiff competition, but yeah. I got to say... It's a good matchup. I like this matchup. matchup. And I think this is going to be... Uh, I'm at least going to get past the first round this year. Avenge me. <laughs> I'll avenge you. And hopefully I get past the second round this year, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, uh, if you're listening, you're going to know. You'd know by now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, mm. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so <laughs> when we recorded for Patreon and up until this, it's been, we're keeping it light. Perry's got to compete tonight. So we're doing lower proof stuff. We're just chilling. There's been no like training or anything. This is just getting ready. So I'm keeping it light still. This is like when you don't let your kids go to the pool the day that they have a big exactly <laughs> big game. Because they're like, they're going to not do good. And like, I don't know if that's real or not. I think kids are just, they just do whatever. Yeah, they're going to have energy no matter what. I think when they get older, it's like, but anyway. I've been uh, on plenty of teams where we were told don't go to the pool and, we and then we still lost. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but like, there's no, I don't know if that correlation is exactly, know. you know, causation or whatever. Either way, regardless, it's been it's been a busy week. Um, we've had ups, we've had downs. If you listen to the pregame, you know I've talked about going to. I'm finally going to day shift, um, and my coworkers got me a bottle. Um, I love this. I love that this is how we're doing this. Yes. Um, my coworkers got me a bottle because even though I'm not really switching jobs, I will be switching shifts. I won't be working with them directly anymore, and they know. I'm going to say people people that I work with have become aware over the past few months that what I do, because before some people didn't realize I made reels or TikToks or anything. And now people are talking about it more. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Either way, you may be listening right now. I appreciate you guys support. Um, but my, my coworkers who are not bourbon enthusiasts, but... And I'm going to get serious for one second right now. We can we can make fun of bottles. And we can be funny. Oh my God, you're drinking this or that. But when somebody gifts you a bottle, like just appreciate the fact that they gifted you a bottle. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so I got gifted Basil Hayden toast. Nice. So, yes, Basil Hayden probably is one of the most gifted bottles because, you know, whether the packaging with the, the paper and whatever, and it's an expensive bottle if you're not somebody who's used to buying bourbon. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And I'm not even like, I'm not even joking about Basil Hayden or anything like that. That's just a good gift. And I think if somebody gifts you a bottle of something, just appreciate it for what it is and the thought that they put into it and the money they spent because they could have not done anything. Yeah. So 
we've had a busy week. Perry's been dealing with stuff. I've been dealing with stuff. And so we're just going to toast. Me and you are just going to do a toast to each other. There we go. With this, I'm not even opened it yet. We're going to revisit some Basil Hayden toast. One of the earlier reviews that we've done on this show since you've uh, been yeah. around. Um, and then we're just going to... I'm getting chaotic. I don't know if this pairing's going to work. It's all themed. We're just going to eat some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yo! We're just toasting it Yo! all, baby. <laughs> cinnamon Toast Crunch oh. with Basil Hayden Toast. Live reaction. Bruh. I have been We're gonna craving see what happens. some Cinnamon Toast Crunch recently. We're going to see what happens. Kidding. We're going to see what happens. Oh. So I'm going to open this Basil Hayden Toast. We're going to pour it. I've I've been avoiding ooh, America. America. I've been avoiding cereal <laughs> since I've been trying to lose weight. Uh, so it's going to be nice to have a little bit of a uh, little bit of this. Oh, that was that was an aggressive sound. If if you're only listening, that was me opening the little bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> oh, I love cinnamon toast crunch, dude. I I think it might be. Uh, I don't know. I want to put this in the middle. Okay. Um, I've been I've been trying to figure out how we're going to do a pour over on this, and I think we should drink, eat together, and then we just pour it in there. We pour it in the bowl. No, we'll just use our fingers. I gotta pour. <laughs> we'll just use our fingers. Okay. We'll pour. It. I'll do a little like pour over, like a little drizzle on okay. it, and then we'll just dip it out. Okay. But first, separate. Let's see what bas basil. Is it basil? It's oh, I don't Remember know. Remember we talked about this. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think the jerry might still be out. That's honestly not bad. I don't mind it. <laughs> I it's mean, not my favorite, but no. I also don't mind it. I there's something about it that makes me think about like being at the beach or being in a pool. Yeah. And like just kind of a watered down. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't all into this when we reviewed it, I remember, but yeah. I think I'm a little bit more critical on things when we're reviewing them. But as a single, just having fun with a pour, I'm not mad that knows. Toast. Cheers. Te I almost said toast and cheers at the toast, same time. Toast, cheers. Tears. To you, Perry. To you, Eric. To you, listener. To you, viewer. Here's, here's to this week being better than the last. Here's to it. It's it's not heavy. It's but it's, you know what? <laughs> it ain't. I bad. think it's gonna go really, really well with the cinnamon toast crunch. I think this. I think this is a um, a pairing where the snack enhances. But it's not always that easy. You can't just say I'm gonna eat something amazing and it's gonna make it like I really think this is this is how you need to have basil Hayden toast. That's really not that bad. Oh my god, this is a, I love this cereal so much. All right, top three cereals go. Um Captain Crunch peanut butter. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Fruit Loops. What was the last one? Fruit Loops. Mm. Captain Crunch Crunch Berries. Oh, all the berries. Okay. No, not not oops all berries. Oh. 
Normal Captain Crunch with the berries. With crunch berries. Okay. okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yes. I'm going to get blasted, but, and they're fairly new, but they're everything that I wanted Honey Bunches of Oats to be, Yeah. but better. Okay. There's like a Honey Toasted Oat Cheerios. Ooh. It's like Honey Nut Cheerios, yeah. but they added in all the like granola and everything. Yeah. As a, it's uh, incredible. As a older adult, I'm getting older. I've been <laughs> honey eating, nut Cheerios, eating a lot of Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> they're good for the heart and they taste good. Okay. But they're not the top, but it's what I got to do <laughs> to be, to be responsible. <laughs> Man, those are good. I would kill. Oh. Take a drink of it. I burger. haven't even gotten there yet. Get, I've just been enjoying the cinnamon toast crunch. Just do it. Wow. That's really good. That's really good. Oh, snap. Oh, wow. There is a cinnamon note with Basil Hayden toast. That I think kind of a little bit cancels out the cinnamon toast crunch, but it amplifies the sweetness mm-hmm. to where it's not just sugary; it's creamy. Like it's almost—it's oh. it, almost like it transforms it into a more like an ice cream. I would, yeah, exactly, exactly, like a cinnamon ice cream. Yeah. All right. Time for the pour over. This is incredible stuff, by the way. If you're watching, mix it up. Look at that shine. You might need a little more. A little more? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because, I mean, that's a lot of. What would Doka Ryan do? <laughs> oh, my God. He'd put it in a jar. Or, a, or whatever he says and see what happens or until something happens. I'm putting Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Basil Hayden Toast in a jar for a week or until something interesting happens. And then he would just like, we got too much stuff on this desk to do what he does. He just. Well, it's been a week. Well, it's been a week. Let's see what it is. There's no bone apple teat on this one. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. All right. Breakfast of champions. Cinnamon toast crunch, a bowl with basil hayden toast poured over. Oh my god. <laughs> Putting this one in the notes for Peggy. Mm. Do we even mention on the, that the live show has Peggy No Stevens? No, I don't think we did. We're pairing yeah. it with Peggy No Stevens. <laughs> We're all about us. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, so the live show on May 27th, uh, the same weekend as the meetup and everything. Oh, my. Peggy is going to be our guest, and she and Eric are going to be going head-to-head on some pairings live on stage. But we're also going to be getting like a master class in pairing yeah. from Peggy. And I'll be interested to see how her methods of pairing... <laughs> Differ from you. Oh my god! <laughs> Specifically, and this was brought up last night in the live stream, that um, she is a big advocate of using a fork <laughs> with parents. What if she, I don't give her a warning? I'll just take her fork. <laughs> Please don't. 
<laughs> That's amazing, though. And this is only 80 proof, so this is a good breakfast whiskey. That's Dude. <laughs> I don't know if I've ate on the sips and snacks this long. It's low proof. There's enough substance There's in the cereal to like soak up enough of the alcohol. It's just like one of those, like when you're out at like Disney or a fair or something, yeah. they're like, get your boozy thing. Yeah. You get just enough of the alcohol on there to know, hey, I'm drinking some of this guy alcohol. Yeah. On it. But you don't lose any of the flavor from the snack. Oh my God really good dude yeah i'm sorry to the guy who might comment like on the youtube that says y'all have too many mouth noises yeah i'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry too i genuinely apologize this is just really good oh wow okay all right i now we got to talk about what we've been drinking recently oh what have i been drinking did you have a celebratory pour after your last night shift i did what was it? Um, I uh, will it family estate single barrel, eight years old. That costs a lot, and <laughs> I admit it. <laughs> but it's one of my favorites, and I did. I had that just yesterday after I got home from everything, and I just kind of sat to myself and had a little pour. Um, but yeah, um, and then on the live show. Last night, I poured all weeded stuff, and I had more Willet, and I bottle chugged the Willet eight year that once again I paid too much for. Um, I had some of one of our favorite bottles, the um, DNA. Yeah. The DNA. Uh, um, oh, I missed that bottle. Yeah. Well, I still got some. Oh no, you do you need some. Let me know. I always need some. Um, and then I bottle chugged a since I'd been on night shift for sixteen years, a sixteen year old old Fitz bottle. Beautiful. Um, before that, I was in Knoxville, Tennessee, for volleyball. Yeah, I sent some stuff with you. Yeah, to drink on. I did I finished off a little bit of um, some old Taylor six year. And I was sitting there doing some research on it, and the actual age stated old Taylor, not like this is not like E.H. Taylor. This is old Taylor. It's not. It's it's expensive. Really? The age stated that apparently it's not age stated or actually six years old, and this was age six years. Oh. Yeah. So I may have, I may have just killed something that's kind of. Pricey, yeah. um, but it was already opened and almost done. I sent it with you, not expecting to get it back. Well, it's not. You're not getting. It That's back. the thing. It's gone. like, yeah, it's in uh, the trash can in. No, I kept Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, okay, <laughs> I like those little old bottles. No, like, I do too. I, those are fun. Yeah, I'll tell something in a minute. Um, and then I paired. Um, I paired some um, uh, Pursuit Spirits United Bourbon with some Nestle Crunch Crunch a bunch. Yeah, it was really good. And I think, did you have anything like a subject we want to talk about before we review? Yeah, I got a couple of things I want to talk a little bit about. Okay. Or well, maybe just one thing. Do you have something you want well, to bring remember, up? Uh, uh, Dex, Dexter's. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about that a little bit because yeah, I kind it. of had that on the trip and I'll I'll mention that after we hear what you've been drinking. Yeah. Um, 
Well, Mardi Gras was this past week. Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. And I, uh, I, I find it impossible to go through a Fat Tuesday and not pour some Sazerac. So Lucy made maybe my favorite dish that she has ever made since we've been together. As it gets lower into that. It gets boozier. Yeah. yeah. Um, she made a gumbo mm. with chicken, andouille sausage, and shrimp. Ooh, all the meats. It was incredible. She's like Arby's. What? Anyway. Um, <laughs> what? I had to drink some Sazerac with it. We still have like a whole pot of it in the fridge, too. She made like extra roux to go with it too so i'm hoping that what happens is that it just becomes this like infinity soup oh, like wow. it just keeps kind of going and going infinity forever soup. and that's we a all thing. and we always have like a sour mash <laughs> soup in the fridge <laughs> that's interesting that would be great man oh my it'd be so Lord. fun um also had a uh so narragansett i've talked about them recently uh they have a Kind of a hazy ale. Mm-hmm. It's not quite an IPA, I don't think, um, but it is very citrusy. And I had that with um, the gumbo as well. Yeah, really excellent pairing. I went to go see Ant Man mm-hmm. yesterday. We'll talk about that later. We're gonna get into that <sighs> for sure. Um, but as most of you all know, when Eric or I go to the movies, we we're packing. Mm-hmm. Typically. Oh, yeah. Um, now, our game plan here is to buy a drink mm-hmm. when you walk in. Right. You know, two ounces of Maker's Mark or something. Just, yeah. you know, nothing too expensive, but, you know, you got something good yeah. in hand. Get you through the previews. Get you through. Yeah, exactly. And then whatever you've pocketed. You pour into that cup. Yeah, because it's hard to to smuggle a actual cup into the theater. Yeah. Without straight up being like, hey, look, I'm bringing a cup into the yep. theater. So I walk in. Now, to be fair, the movie started at 520 <laughs> last night. Yeah. Uh, and there was nothing at the bar. I don't mean nobody at the bar. I mean, there was nothing at the bar. The back bar was completely empty. Yeah. Oh. It was completely empty. Nobody was back there. There wasn't anybody like getting ready for it to open or anything. So I texted Eric during the previews and I was like, they're not selling alcohol here anymore. Why? So I I had a little it was the little um barrel new year flask. Oh, that's why that was it. Yeah. So I I filled that up with uh, equal parts benchmark foolproof and Elijah Craig barrel proof A123. A very good high proof blend. And uh, a little bit of mount to get you through. Yeah, I needed it to get me through. Anyway, oh. um, <laughs> so I, I sipped on that throughout the movie and I got out of the movie and I'm walking into the lobby uh, and I see that they are setting up the bar. What? <laughs> Just setting it up. Yeah, setting it up, and people were ordering drinks at the bar. 
So it's not that they don't sell alcohol there. They don't sell alcohol before like seven o'clock. What are you even doing? Okay, so when I watched Ant Man on Monday, yeah, I did the same thing. Only instead of um, I pocketed some Buffalo Trace. Nice. Um, we were watching it early, so I was like, "We're gonna get some lower proof that I like." Um, but I bought, I just bought a small beer. Drank on the beer during uh, the previews, and then I had the, my plastic cup, and I used it like that. But they at Cinemark, they were literally the bar was open. And it was like eleven o'clock. Get over to my spot. We're watching movies together from now on. Hey, we are talking about moving at some point soon. There you go. So might be moving across town. I don't know. Um, but I I bottle chugged some uh, Turkey 101 last night, mm-hmm. which I don't endorse bottle chugging, but no. Eric told me to. It's for fun. Yeah. Um, Every once in a while, it's fun with your friend. Oh, I also bottle chugged some uh, Heaven Hill six-year bottle and bond. And I put out a filler. If anybody has any more of those. We need at least two bottles, one for I'm each looking, of us. I'm looking. Yeah. They wiped Kentucky out. They wiped <laughs> us out. Um. But I think that's uh, about it. I had a little bit more of the uh, wild turkey French. Oh, we got to do our thing. Bon appetit. What? Oh, we got to see how this is. We got to see how it's progressing. Um, I had some of the French oak oak chip uh, turkey 101 as well this week. By the way. Um, Oh, thank you. Uh, So last week we established that this was going to be an ongoing thing. Um, so here we are, uh, we figured we would take something that we really don't like. I've got a great side by side with this. Really? Yeah. Let's just, let's okay. just, just talk about it. Okay. So this is a plastic bottle of Kentucky Tavern, uh, 36 month old 80 proof bourbon. I don't even really remember where this is from. Glenmore Distillery in Louisville, so it might be Heaven Hill. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. What if it winds up being like Stitzel Weller? <laughs> it comes out and they're like, we just wanted to troll everybody. Yeah. And if you've been sleeping on Kentucky Tavern. But look at how much darker that is I mean, that's, from last week. The Light Goblin took a lot of that out. Turn out the light! That's all new, he says. That's a new thing. Yeah. Um. Okay, okay. I'm not mad at this nose. It doesn't smell too different from the turkey after no some time with the the French oak chips. It's so dark. It's so dark, dude. In the glass, it's I. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, let's let's find out what we've done. Ugh. Okay, that's a little weird. <laughs> I don't mind it. Um, why are we always opposite on weird stuff? Like stuff that I think is weird, I you're like, know. I don't mind it. And stuff that I think is weird, you're like, I don't like this. <laughs> There's so- what is that? Okay, I don't mind this. Did you say that right? I don't think you did. What did I say? I think you said stuff that I think is weird, you go, I kind of like. But stuff that I think is weird, you go, I don't like this. I think that's what you said. I meant <laughs> the things that I think are weird bad, and like. Bad weird, you, I like. Yes. But good weird, I don't like. Right. Yeah. And I'm the opposite. It is very weird. 
but I, you know, oh, you know what this is? This it, it's turned it into like a dusty, funky bean. The one with uh, has paint chips in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, though. I know. It's, it's, well, I have one. It is a dusty, funky bean. I have that one. That's a music box. I got an oak chip in mine. Well, just eat it. I don't want to. Okay. I don't need that much more fiber in my diet. <laughs> this is growing on me a little bit. I like it. You want to compare it to something else that we've been uh, finishing? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I've noticed that we have... <laughs> yes! Yes, absolutely. We have a lot of liquid in this Cinnamon Toast Crunch bowl left that we could easily make a, a little pour for each other. And I am going to do a live, not live, but I'm going to take a video of this <laughs> and I'll tag us in it because this is something. Um, this is what you're going to get. Let's see. Let me put the. Do you want to set this up? The Basil Hayden toast. Yeah. Get the new year out of here. That was just a vessel for something else. A little cinnamon toast crunch. Toast, and if you're listening, you probably already saw this, but here we go. Record. Um, this is what you're going to get on uh, this is my burn podcast this week. It looks milky. Um, this is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. This is Basil Hayden Toast finished in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. Oh no, where's your glass? At? <laughs> it looks evil. Put it under there. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's see what we've done here. I, ah! Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Cheers to this. Bone apple teeth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> wow. I feel alive, man. <laughs> that is on a on a 100% real. On a gimmicky It's so gimmicky, dude. Gimmicky cocktail <laughs> at a special event. That's 11 out of 10. You if know what the, it, you if know this what it, is like your go-to every day, Stop it, get some help. <laughs> but it does feel like a flavored whiskey though. Yeah. <laughs> Finish this off. That's freaking wild, dude. That's uh the comparison is that there is no comparison because they're completely different animals. All right, shoot this cinnamon toast crunch. All right. Have you ever heard that? Shoot cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> Not even once. So good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It is. It's so good. Wow. Okay. This has been amazing. What a day. Yeah. I love this. I love this so much. So let's talk about your thing first. My thing? Yeah. Okay. 
So on our live last night, right? Um, we did a whole like just Q and A. We put questions out everywhere: Facebook group, Instagram, anonymous stuff, whatever. And there was one question we got from our buddy uh, Dexter, um, Dex on the Rocks on Instagram. Um, he said, "Do you have bourbon burnout? If so, how do you combat it?" And I thought that was a great question to just elaborate on a little more than just answering like a quick thing. Do you have bourbon burnout? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um <clears throat> I I think though that what I have <laughs> what I have kind of spun it into though over the past few years is I I use it as like the opportunity to dive into other spirits yeah or other drinks so i'll take like that week that i'm not feeling like drinking bourbon and i'll have a gin and tonic or two right or i'll go crazy <laughs> crazy crazy uh, <laughs> and i'll get a, a margarita with tequila and mezcal in it Ooh, that is crazy. Which I did recently. That's crazy. You know? Um, and I I think that inherently, as people, we just crave variety. Yeah. You know? And to me, or for me, that goes a couple of different ways. The first one is that I get overwhelmed with or tired of... I think those two things can kind of be in the same grouping. Um, everything that we have with bourbon. Right. All the different offerings, mm -hmm. all the different finishings, all the new store picks, all the new labels, all the new channels and podcasts and and websites that have done barrel picks or or whatever and it just becomes too much at times um so yeah I, I i do a couple of things i either like take a little bit of time away from it and enjoy a different spirit right or i kind of dive a little bit deeper into what i have in my cabinet that I haven't checked out in a while. Right. And for for me at the very least, I think the latter tends to be more beneficial than just stopping drinking bourbon at all. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I say that is because <clears throat> I am, we are, but specifically I am a creature of habit. I have bottles that I like. I have expressions that I prefer. I go back to them regularly. I spend a lot of money on Turkey 101 and Knob Creek Single Barrel. Mm -hmm. You do. <laughs> but those two expressions are their own thing. Right. And so if you spend so much time with those, those profiles that you like, then you run the risk of not being able to appreciate everything outside of it now this is also a very privileged viewpoint i will admit and i i will um uh, own up to that for sure because i do have the uh opportunity to try so many different things and buy different bottles and 
um, I can factor it into my spending right. every month. <clears throat> I'm not going out and buying the most high-end stuff, but I am still curious when I go into stores. Yeah. You know? It's it's I still want to find something that maybe a a surprise yeah. on the shelf. So burnout for me is less about bourbon in general and more about I'm tired of drinking the same old thing. Okay. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, no, I know what you're saying. But I do still like I I love a gin and tonic. Yeah. That is one of my favorite cocktails of all time. Yeah. And it's nothing. It's it's two ingredients and a lime. It's gin maybe. and tonic. Exactly. I don't know what tonic is. I don't really either. Okay. <laughs> Glad I'm not the only You're one. Not, well, <laughs> oh, I felt I, I thought you were going to give me a big explanation. No, nah, I got man. no idea. Uh, I I think what it is it essentially is like sparkling water with some kind of extra. Yeah, I don't know. It is. What it doesn't it is. matter. Flavoring or yeah. mineral. Well, I guess it is minerals, but I don't know, dude. Um, but that's just kind of where I am yeah. with it. But you said that you actually like felt it. Yeah, this I did. Um, so I was out of town in Knoxville, Tennessee uh, for some my kids travel sports. And we were staying at a hotel that had a, its own bar restaurant there. And um, she was hanging with her friends. And so I went down to have a drink. Um, You're not friends with the other kids parents? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> but sometimes I just want to be. Alone, I get it. I know? totally get it. Um, that would be my opportunity if I were in your I'm, shoes I'm, to go I'm, and just be by myself. When we're on the at the courts and watching the girls play and stuff like that, we're all talking. We're fine. But honestly, that's about as much as I can handle. I want to get back sure. and, uh, hey, yeah, go hang out with your friend. I'm going to uh, – dad will be here. Call me. You've got your key. I've got my key. Whatever. So I find myself less and less – hunting behind the bar as I used to. I mean, like looking at their bourbon selection. Yeah. Um, I bring some of my own samples. Like I, I brought what you gave me. I had some stuff I poured myself. Oh, you had the, that, that beer I gave you too. And I had a beer you gave me. The, the Bat Squatch. The Bat Squatch was great. Yeah. Um, so I find myself lately... Less thinking, what kind of neat pour am I going to have at this restaurant? Um, and I, I, I'm more going to grab a cocktail or a beer or something like that. I don't know. I'm just part of it is, and like you said, like I'm part of this podcast. I get to try a lot of things. Yeah, there's. Even if we didn't get sent samples, we both buy bourbon, and so we get to try double the amount of what we normally would because yeah. there's another person buying. Absolutely. Um, so for me, bourbon burnout is more of like when I'm out and about, I don't feel the need. Now, if I'm at a bourbon bar or something that's a specialty and that's all they have, yeah, I'm going to try to get something there. But... I'm not going to a restaurant, and every restaurant I go to, I'm like, what do they got behind the bar? I'm going to try to get something there. I want a margarita to eat with, some, to drink with some appetizers. Or I'm getting some wings. Uh, I'm going to get a local beer to eat with the wings and stuff like that. 
I don't drink as much bourbon when I'm out and about as I used to. And I think it's because I know I'm drinking a lot of bourbon uh, at the house or on the show or uh, if somebody comes in or something like that. So what I'm kind of hearing, <clears throat> I think I think is actually a more healthy relationship with bourbon than one of being worn out with worn it. Worn out with it? Okay. Um, because you tend to... You you are really good with placing limits on yourself. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm one of the... I just want to try everything. Right. right, right. <laughs> like, and, but also, like, there is a comfort in going to a restaurant or a bar... And going just Knob Creek small batch. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. something something like right. that. So to me, that's more like I gotta save my palate. I gotta save my experiences for maybe this is unhealthy. I don't know. Um, but I'm hearing it as a healthy thing. I gotta save it for when it really matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so you, you actually, I think are doing more work to make sure that you don't get burnt out Oh, okay. on stuff. Yeah. In my head, it's like, okay, I'm having bourbon here. I'm having bourbon there. I'm going to get something different. Um, but yeah, like it's almost like I would rather save that pour for exactly. when me and you are together or like if if we go out to a restaurant and it's me and you maybe somebody else or something then i'm going to have like that special pour. whereas i am like i want to try all these different things and then after having done that <laughs> research or exploration if i find something i really love i want to bring it back to the people mm. that i also love and gotcha. share it with them yeah like you're a giver it's I guess so. I think I said that last week too. Uh, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, I just get so much joy out of the shared experience yeah. of just being like, I love this thing. I want you to love it too. Or I want you to like, so like Lucy, this is a, a kind of on the same plane, but in a, in a different context. Um, as far as like what we find funny, two different things. Like she doesn't like that, uh, that's for both of us. Like what she, me and you find funny, people were like, "What the?" Hell oh yeah, are for you sure. Talking about? But like she doesn't, she wouldn't find. <clears throat> I think you should leave funny. Right, April can't she, watch it. Yeah, she gets too cringe. She's like, "I can't watch this. This is too." She thinks it's real. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just for fun. She's like, "I can't watch it. I'm too nervous about this." Lucy finds. Auntie Donna, which I've shared with you before yeah. too, uh, not very funny. Yeah, but there are those little moments where like something funny happens, right. or there is a funny moment in a sketch. And to me, like even though it's not that we may, uh, you know, just kind of inherently share that generalized love right. for a thing, we can still connect over it yeah. in one particular aspect. Yeah. So that that is just so much more important, yeah, to me than limiting myself, I guess, or limiting 
experiences to, and I'm not saying you're wrong by any means either for no, the, the way no. that you. Well, I think that's the thing. It. Like we all experience different things in different ways. Yeah. And we, yeah. But I, I like finding my own thing and then being able to share in it. Right. And I guess, people. I guess after hearing what you said, I'm more of a, I'm preventing the burnout. So I'm, you are, I'm you saving, definitely are. I'm saving those times going out to when I'm, with somebody or uh, I have the time to do or something like that. So now that, and, and with that in mind, I think we can kind of split up burnout into a couple of things. I think this is going to be the last part of it that we talk about before we move on to the review. Um, but there's, there's a couple of different aspects to it. The first one I think is what we've been talking about in you're you're burnt out with drinking. Yeah. Bourbon. Yeah. You're tired of tasting it. You're tired of, you know, you feel like you always got to know. You, sometimes exactly. I think you feel like you've got to dissect everything. Yeah. yeah. The other part of it is buying burnout. Oh, yeah. Where you're tired of... You're tired of picking worry, up, worrying about what's coming out. Exactly. New yeah. bottles, new additions, new whatever. Because, I mean, you can't get that money back Mm-mm. after you've opened it. You can maybe return it if you... That's a weird. Maybe. That's a weird thing at Total Wine that you can return. Yeah, stuff. but it's mostly like wine. Yeah, wine can turn though. I mean, it's so can Chad my day bourbon. He can. Oh, he can turn. He can turn and just get the fuck out of here. He can't turn left though. No, he can't. He can't drive worth crap either. <laughs> we saw that. You you knew it. You 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 personally saw that. Yeah. Anyway, um. <laughs> I think those are the two aspects of it, you know, like if you get into this holding pattern of like keep buying bottles that are new and I was I had high expectations for or a bottle that somebody recommended to me thinking I would like it and then I didn't, you know, like I I think that's a big part of it as well. Um but yeah, I think generally we're like, yeah, what, you know, am I getting burnt out just because I've been drinking too much of it? Yeah. I don't think that's the case as much mm. as, um, you know, just the culture of it all. I kind of want to know what Dexter thinks because, I mean, he... Shoot him a text. See what he says. We'll pepper it in while we're doing the review. Because um, that dude, I'll tell you, he's he's he has bottles and he's had... Some bottle like and he on has another levels, yeah. So in the the uh, the idea of keep, well, first of all, let us know how do you deal with bourbon? Burning? Yeah, um, tweet at us at my bourbon pod at Whiskey Mutant. If you Use, see when we post this uh, the Funko Pop picture on Facebook or Instagram, just yeah. comment underneath it. Like we'll know what let you're us talking know. about. Let us know. Yeah, uh, you can also use the hashtag. Uh, hashtag my bourbon pod. Yes. Anyways, keeping it light. Anyway, so in the spirit of keeping it light, uh, I figured that we would do a review of something we have never reviewed on the podcast. You know, I really enjoy every couple of weeks reviewing something that's just like, it's just a normal on the shelf offering, nothing allocated. Um, you know what? People seem to like it too. Yeah, so, yeah. We can't review BTAC every week. We could. Or, or ever. If we got or sponsored. Ever. <laughs> or ever. Ever. <laughs> what, if, what if there was a show that's like somebody just reviewed BTAC every week? I would love that. 
Isn't that crazy? I would I would be a Patreon supporter of that one show. one bottle every episode for like every year. And Buffalo Trace just gave them B Tech the whole time. <laughs> Jesus. So four roses. Is it, I don't even know what it's technically called. Um, just human four skin, roses, bourbon? human skin label. <laughs> yeah, because it used to be yellow. It used to be yellow label. Now it's brown label or beige label yeah. or tan. Now it's kind or whatever of just like a, a healthy human being label. Yeah, uh, used to be screw top, but now it's a cork. Mm, that's really good. That was a really nicely timed uh, couple of sentences there. Um. This is a blend of all 10 of the recipes from Four Roses. Uh, both of their uh, mash bills and all five of their yeast strains. It's been a while since I've had to talk about that out loud. It's just so complicated. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, 80 proof. This is what, like $30 a bottle? I paid $19.99 for this. At $20 Kroger, a bottle, excuse me. At Kroger, it was the Kroger price was $19.99. And the little slash, like this is what you could buy it for yeah. normally, it was $24.99. Now, I think, if I remember correctly, this is at least six years old. Yeah, I don't think, I think, the, I don't think yeah. it's four. Um, it's definitely not younger than four, or else we would have it on the label. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this is like a six to eight year old blend. Yeah. So I've heard that that some of the older stuff even gets thrown in there sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just to kind of improve the uh, the flavor, but um, the most consistently used recipe across Four Roses products and a big portion of it i think it actually is their least produced recipe because or it's their most produced but least accessible because it's used for so much of this is obso because it's the most like balanced is of all their recipes obsv is the most accessible isn't that what the normal single barrel yeah that's yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so maybe obso and obsv are similarly produced in quantity. Isn't that your favorite? OBSO is my favorite. OESO is my favorite. Nice. So So we both got that little spicy. Oh. Spice and floral. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, But yeah, like, here we go. Like, this is Four Roses. Four Roses is... 80 proof uh, on the show. It's one of my favorite distilleries. Everything that Lucy has had except except from... uh, let me say that again. Everything that Lucy has had from Four Roses, except for the 2022 LE, uh, she has really liked. She didn't like the 20. She didn't at all, dude. I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm gonna blind. I don't know. Next time she comes over to the house, I'm gonna blind her. I'm gonna just pour it for her and go, "Hey, do you like this?" And see if she says. She's yes. not gonna like it. She is a very consistent. I'm gonna. Get all right, her. go I'm for gonna it. Get her. Go for it. When we do um, our, our chicken sandwich. Oh yeah, dude. All about it. Oh, okay. It is definitely lighter. It's light. That's the theme. Um, Here's the... There's a little bit of something off-putting on the nose, though. uh, It's it's that... It's that uh, inky, markery thing. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, there... It... How am I trying to say this? 
It smells like, I'm going to use the terms, and people, whatever you think bottom shelf is and all that, it smells like a cheaper bottom shelf whiskey. I don't think it tastes it, though. Now, <laughs> on the palate. Taste is mid-shelf, dude. On the palate, that that tastes really pretty freaking It's really good. nice. <laughs> yeah. This, it's been a while since I've had something that the nose and the palate are so off from yeah. each other. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I would say don't smell this, just drink it. Um, there's a... A cupcakey, like vanilla cream note that I get. Um, I mean, it is eighty proof. It's there's no bite to it. There's not a big finish, but it's very comforting and floral French vanilla. Yeah, very French vanilla. Mm-hmm. I get a little bit of a like creme brulee. Mm-hmm thing with this as well yeah kind of custardy custard is the thing yeah um i like it i like this a lot <laughs> I like it quite a bit what it is um part of me gets an apple a little apple green apple yeah on, i was know? gonna say like a sour green apple on the end um this is definitely a a great thing to finish your night off with if you've already had some high proof stuff and you're like, I want to take it easy with some 80 proof. I'm just gonna pour something and yeah. A social a social pour. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Like I know that if I keep <laughs> drinking all this high proof what? This is your downer for the evening. <laughs> no, not a downer. This, I mean, like you've been you've been drinking up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. That's it's not I like mean. I'm bummed. Like it's downing me. You're calming yourself down after a night of this. Is like upping. Hey, I've still got a few hours of hang time. I probably need to pull back a little bit. Yeah, I need to pull it out, um, and pour something a little lower. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get a low sperm count bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to sip on that for the rest of the night. So I don't do anything that I would regret. Not that I'm saying having kids is anything I regret. I'm just saying I don't want to get into trouble. A low sperm count bourbon is one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. That's your, that's your, your, wow. Don't get into trouble pour. And it's good. Like you can sip, you can pour a big, uh, pour of this, get you a rocks glass or something, 80 proof. And you're going to enjoy it, and you're going to be able to socialize, and you're not going to, you know, go off into some bad situations. Okay. Well, that's one description. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I think that this is... (laughs) I think it's a very solid, easy sipper bourbon that people should have on their shelves, not just for sipping neat, I really think that this can hold up in cocktails. I was going to say, well. what would you think of this in an old fashioned? I think that you you have to find some kind of bitters that complement it more so than just kind of drown it out. Orange, 
Orange I think orange bitters really would yeah. do well with it. Uh, on top of Angostura yeah. bitters yeah. as well. Um, I typically am a brown sugar simple syrup guy. I think that this calls more for white sugar. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. like not something as rich. I think that it needs something that I usually kind of compete do, with like, it. I, I just have the uh little bottle of just clear simple syrup and I just do yeah. my squirts in there. So overall. Not mad at this. At not all. mad at all, mm. dude. Really, really good. Mm. Twenty five bucks? I think I think if you don't use your Kroger card, it was twenty four ninety nine. I don't hate that. I don't either. I don't hate it at all. Good with that. We do have to actually put this through the ringer, though. Nose, palette, finish, and price. Each category is out of five. Final score is out of 20. Eric, rate this nose. Mm. Weakest part, I'm just going to be honest. I mean, mine. Rate your nose? My nose. You, as somebody who does not have a good nose, because they got broke playing football, it's crooked. You have a very... um. It's very good proportion to your face, and it's cute. It reminds mm. me of um, one of the uh, Seven Dwarfs, like hmm. like the, okay, like the little a little cute guy, a little cute guy knows. Um, I don't Jack know Jack Nicholson. No. You got a <laughs> you got a little cute cute guy knows. Okay, um, mine like you can see it. Look, you see how? It, yeah, but you don't really notice it if you're. You see not paying attention. Right no, I see. It was broke right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You wanna... <laughs> Is that from the guy who punched you over the girl? No, he didn't oh. hit that hard. Oh. Um, this was from playing uh, football. Um, it was a. Uh, it wasn't like an actual like team game. It was a. We got a bunch of people together. We're going to play tackle mm. football without pads. Yeah. I got tackled, and my face got shoved in the grass, and I, I stood up and I was like, "I'm good." And somebody goes. Bro, you're bleeding. I go, oh, really? And it was pouring down through here. They took me to the ER. I was out of town. They took me to the ER. And I kid you not, the doctor looked like a mad scientist. He like had really thick glasses. And he put the x-ray on the thing. And he turned to me and he goes, Well, I think it's broken. <laughs> no, he goes, it's broke. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, like, like a surprise. He goes, it's broke and i go i was like 13 years old i was like well that sucks i don't know what to do he's like there ain't nothing we can do about it just make sure it's not bleeding you can go i go okay then okay and i shoved i had stuff shoved up my nose to keep the bleeding from going and it never it didn't he didn't like try to like set it back in place to where it was right so now i've got like this little like like it's a little crooked I'll tell you my one and only tackle football story um, because I never involved myself in anything that involved contact sports. Yeah. Except for this one time. Uh, when I was in youth group, we would have this, uh, oh, shoot, I can't remember what it was called. But it was basically just like a weekend where we would go and stay at one of like the Bible study teachers. yeah. yeah houses with everybody in our our class and everything and then we'd all go meet up uh somewhere and do activities and there was one year 
where we went to do i uh, we went we basically had like a field day yeah in the middle of the day um and we we went out to a park we were playing football and there was a there was a kid that i had been friends with for a while we had a little bit of a falling out and his parents stopped liking me too. What? For some reason. What did you do to I truly don't know. I don't know. Um and I don't, I don't that they had problems. Yeah, no. So this guy's parents were there. His okay. dad was there. Okay. Uh adults who were like the chaperones and everything were involved in the football game. Okay. I went to go for a pass. Okay. I caught it. Yeah. And this kid's dad tackled me to the ground. What? I luckily didn't get like broken or anything, like nothing fractured, but he laid into me. And nobody said anything. That guy definitely had testicles hanging from his truck. He might have. To compensate. Might have. Yeah, I think he did. Really though? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It was supposed to be like touch football too. Of course it was. That guy. No, he he laid me out. I know a few dudes like that. My best friend from middle school, um, (laughs) the week before our eighth grade graduation. We went over to Acton Park and Big bunch of us were like, let's play Red Rover. Red Rover, Red Rover, I dare parry over. So, I don't want to name him. I don't, I don't think he wants to. Steve. Sure, Steve. Um, Got called over. Mm-hmm. And the two smallest girls in our class had their arms locked. And he decided to run into them. They blocked him. To the point where he was running so hard that when he fell back, he shattered his collarbone. Girl power, baby. Take that, Steve. Were they cute? Uh, yeah. Okay, well. Good choice, Steve. Way to go. New York, New York. Is that David Levine? I don't know. Let's find out what this is. Awesome. Nice. So, nose palette finish of price. Each category is out okay. of five. But if you want to find out what just happened in the interim there, uh, we had some uh, business to take care of. Woo-hoo. That was something. Um, <laughs> each category is out of five. Final score is out of 20. Eric, what would you give this on the nose? Uh, unfortunately, the nose is my least favorite part. It's very, like, inky, markery. Uh, it's like a 1.5 on the nose for me. Uh, I'm going to give it a two. I think that there are still some like inherent bourbon flavors that are present, um, but not over the top. Uh, that that like weird. Yeah, that that weird like marker note there is just a bit too much. Yeah, I just don't. I, I think out of everything, this is going to be my lowest score. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Palette's a three for me. Three point five. Yeah, yeah. I love the palette. Like, um, for for the price, like we'll get to the price and all that. But like to be eighty proof, 
and eat like just sitting on the shelves and stuff like there's a lot going on on the palate like i think this and and it's good for a cocktail it's good for neat yeah i and i i could put this on ice in the summer and enjoy it yeah i think it's like just above middle of the road yeah um i do think that it is it's quite diverse. I think that it has a, a lot that it can be offered in very different situations. Uh, but overall, I think that, you know, I, I just need something a little bit higher proof. Yeah. No, I get it. For me, for my, yeah. my, uh, my palate. Finish, though, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, for as good as the palate is, like, there's not a lot on the finish. I mean, I can't... Someone's at my door. Um, I can't genuinely say... This finish is great because there's not a lot of finish. I'm going to give it a two because it doesn't. Sometimes you get a finish that's off putting and it like it ruins everything else, but there's not really anything there. Maybe a little floral on the finish, but not anything that um, really affects how I feel about it, but it doesn't amplify it either. So. I just blocked them, by the way. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, finish. I I have to agree with. I think that it's very similar. I think it trails off a little bit for me. I'm going to give it a two point five. Okay. There. Um. Man, finish. Finish. Price at twenty five dollars. That's that may be my highest. That's a three point five for me, dude. I gave it a four. I think, especially if you're in Kentucky, and you go to Kroger. And you put your number in, and you get your Kroger price, like nineteen ninety nine for this. Yeah, but even if I didn't, and I paid twenty four ninety nine for this, like this, this drinks well above its price tag. If I should say that, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Come my on. my final score is out of uh, well, it's eleven out of twenty. Look at us. 11 out of 20 matching up i mean no it is 11 out of 20 i know that sound a it, it available it, bottle yeah that's cheap i mean that's a solid score for and i, I know that like you know that particular part of how we review things is very specific but I think that, like, if we wanted to kind of generalize this, I would probably give this like a B or a B minus. Oh, yeah. Definitely know? not a C. No, like I, I think, but even like a an eleven out of twenty implies an F no. <laughs> on the American grading scale. Not here, though. No, I don't. I don't think it's an F by any means. I think it's like a B minus. It's an eleven out of twenty that you got to explain why it's an eleven out of twenty. Yeah, exactly. But and it regardless, looks like a, just a classic bourbon bottle. I love this bottle. It's so good. Yeah. That bottle. Get has, you some. Uh, Four Roses has been in some anime. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. High proof hot takes. High proof hot takes. Uh, do I have any this week? Um, I thought I did, but I've I've had too good of a time this mm, week. No, I don't have any. I mean, yeah. I've had some old people experiences, but I'm not. Before we get to tips and bits, which I think is just going to be our review of... Uh, I think we should just both talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we do have a letter this week for Mailbag. Oh, It's from Connor Kirkpatrick. Yeah, okay. He says, hey, Perry and Eric, just wanted to give a shout out to you two and let you know that I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you. 
Uh, I've been a patron on David Levine's podcast for a while and recently joined the Timbip community. I've enjoyed listening to the bonus content and wanted to let you know how much I appreciate the community that you've built. I'm a huge bourbon slash whiskey enthusiast, and I also struggle with Crohn's disease and anxiety. He's he's um, the two of us put together, man. I mean, that's us. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, that's awesome. It's nice to it's know. Not awesome that you have that, but it's awesome that we share that and we can get through experience. it together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to know that there are some good dudes that are willing to be real and share your experiences to help and make others feel included. Bummed I won't make the Timbip weekend this year, but I hope to make it to Kentucky. Make it up to Kentucky soon. Excuse me. Cheers, fellas. Connor. Connor. <laughs> you may have just, I mean, like, I'm 100% honest right now. Like, that kind of, that got my eyes watering a little bit because... <laughs> The fact that you deal with that and anxiety, um, I know. Um, it's I know, very close to home. Yeah, it's close to home. And the fact that you you may have got something positive out of us being real and everything, like, I mean, that's that's better than any sample or bottle that yeah. somebody would send us. Yeah. To me, I don't know. That hits, hits to the heart, and... Uh, Applaud you for what you're going through, and um, I want you to know that with both of us dealing with things that you deal with, that you can send us a message. Like, you yeah. can send me a message right now for anything that may involve that, and I would give you some sort of advice, and I appreciate that. You're cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> got me. You got me, Connor. Whew. Tips and bits. Huh. Um, Let's just talk about Ant-Man, Quantum Ant -Man, Mania. Uh, if you watch this, then um, listen along. If you haven't, you we'll probably give a spoiler alert, but I think we should just talk about Ant-Man. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing. It's not my least favorite MCU movie. No, I liked it better than Thor Love and Thunder. And I also liked it better than The Eternals. Yes, barely. Not by a whole lot. No. <laughs> but but I did. So I thought the first act was boring. Yeah. I thought the second act was really good. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I think that's where stakes kind of started to get higher and and we started to get this progression of a story that eventually never really came to fruition. Yeah. Um and built a lot of tension and everything. The third act was an absolute mess. Once they get into the final battle, mm -hmm. there is some cringy dialogue. There are some questionable character motivation moments. Um, the fact that this whole thing basically just exists within, um, what are they? It's not the void. It's the quantum realm. No, 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 no. The the volume. The volume. That they filmed oh, like because yeah, where they filmed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um oh, is very, very noticeable. Um, it was impossible to ignore that there were actors who were just kind of like looking around, not at anything in particular, but just yeah. at like you could tell their they area. were not in like a space to yeah. where they knew what they yeah. really were doing. I was constantly annoyed by most of the characters uh, and their motivations for anything that they decided to do. Um, 
Michelle Pfeiffer is still a powerhouse. I think she's great. Hot. Um, Jonathan Majors is great. Unbelievable and should be. He. He is the kind, bless you, um, the kind of actor that comes from the same cut, the same uh, caliber. Dude, I can't wait to watch him in Creed. That Chadwick Boseman yeah. did. Yeah, I think great. that they are so in line with each other in terms of quality. And I'm not saying that you know he is a good replacement for Chadwick Boseman in the MCU because you can't replace that guy. No, he's one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah, but Jonathan Majors cuts to an emotional core that so many actors just can't. Yeah, and he's so engaged with the the script, and I think that he is probably doing. So much more justice to the work that he was given, the lines that he was given, than they might even require. Yeah. He could have phoned this in, mm -hmm. but he did not. Yeah. I think he delivered on his performance this time around. Um, Ruben Rabasa is in it. Freaking Ruben. He uh, opens it and he ends it. Trying to get Ruben on the podcast, too. <laughs> Thinky. <laughs> Too small. Too small. Too small. No space for mother-in-law. Spider-Man? Thank you, Spider-Man. <laughs> um, we'll get into it a little bit, but what what were your kind of overall thoughts? on? Uh, my thoughts were, as I'm watching this and as it's finishing, this felt like the subplot of a much bigger movie. Yeah, this felt like there should be more things going on, and this is Ant Man's little section of the movie. This should have been about a forty-five minute special at the most. I think. I just I'm tired of the full CGI everything. Yeah, like take me back to the real world for a little bit, have them come back or something. I don't know. Um, well, in I I think. Off the back of that, two things that I, I really disliked about this movie. The first one was that it was basically just all Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was just people with special suits that kind of gave them powers and, you know, their... Ant size. Their ant size adventures. Yeah. Despite the fact that this was supposed to be something yeah. that blew the lid open on the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But then also, it was just kind of like, you know those those puppets where there's one guy and he's got like two sticks in his hands or, and like one on each of his feet and there's like skeletons or whatever like lined up in yeah. front of and behind yeah. him and like and every time yeah. he moves yeah. like he does a little dance and the the things are doing the same kind of move with yeah. him too um that's what it felt like it felt like nobody else had their own interests or their own volition or desire to do anything and i saw a comment this morning that said there is a really good and interesting version of this movie where Scott rejects Kang's uh, deal okay. to be able to spend more time yeah. with, with Cassie. Yeah. But Hank accepts it instead. Ooh, I like that. 
and in in favor of spending time with with Janet that he lost. Yeah, there's so many better versions of this that exist. So many. And an Ant-Man movie is supposed to be funny. <laughs> Scott Scott and it's Hope It's not funny. Scott and Hope could have been and they were supposed to at one point trapped in the quantum verse. Quantum what realm. quantum realm, excuse me. Um after losing to Kang. You can't set up a character by saying we both I, one of us doesn't have to win, we both just have to lose. And then the main character, the good guy wins. And while there were no stakes outside of, and I think this gets back to what you were saying, there were no stakes outside of like, well, this is what's happening in the next movie or in the next yeah. few movies, and you're really not going to see any fallout from this until 2025. Yeah, this so is two whole years. This is our, that we have to wait. This is our new Thanos, who's going to be the ma- main villain, and we're getting introduced to him more from Loki. Which is a good thing. I like that part. But you took a version of the bad guy, which, spoiler alert, again, there's many... If you're ver- still listening and you haven't seen the yeah. movie and you want to, I'm sorry, but I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, man. there's there's many versions of this villain. They're going to probably work together, come together and all that. But this is one of the worst versions of it. A mean guy that's trying to do a Thanos-type deal. And we have some of the lowest... Avengers characters defeat him in a movie. We see that. Like, that, I just don't, I don't Yeah, like but that. did he defeat him, though? No, but they got rid of him in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, they did the whole thing at the end where it's like, did we really do this and all that? Yeah, he's going to come back and all that. But in this movie, you made it seem like these characters could defeat him. You didn't make me feel like this was a character that... We needed to go through time, and we needed to do a big team up to defeat. You know what I mean? Well, I don't feel like right yeah. now. I don't feel like the Marvel movie universe Kang is anything like Thanos. Well, I I also don't feel like I care enough about the the characters. In this story, no. just in general, that's why I say this was a this was a movie that could have been the subplot of a bigger yeah. movie. Yeah, and it it was almost like they were trying to set this up in the way that the first couple Iron Man movies did, as far as like the relation between Tony and Pepper was yeah. was centered. But the difference between those movies, oh gosh, excuse me, and this one is that you you are able to spend time with them and care for them and learn more about their relationship, the things that they have done, as opposed to a three-minute monologue at the beginning of the third movie where you're just getting caught up on everything that has happened to them since the last time you yeah, saw he saved them. the world. He wrote a book. I think that this movie, and I know that it's already over two hours, would have benefited from another 30 minutes uh, of story. I think that if we had spent... My initial reaction was it could have been shorter. But... But if you are trying to get us to care about the situation, yeah. Evangeline Lilly as as Hope Van Dyne was just thrown at this movie. Yeah. 
you are supposed to care about her because she is now a philanthropist. She is now doing things to change the world, to help people who were recovering from the blip. But you get told all of that in in voiceover at the beginning Instead of spending time where she's in meetings and there is conflict between her and and Scott where, you know, maybe she's gotten too much into her work and Scott feels like he's not being given enough attention. But he's also got this conflict going on with his daughter daughter. because she's starting to, you know, like it, it just was it was a very limp, listless story Yeah. outside of the fact that they accidentally got sucked into this plot device to move the next phase of the cinematic universe yeah. along for Marvel. So I, and and I mean, like I couldn't help but sit there and just go, why didn't they do this? Why isn't Michael, Sh- Michael Shannon, Michael Douglas being given more to do? Why does he seem so bored? Why is Bill Murray clearly what? reading off of cue cards? Yeah. If you're, you got you Bill Murray see, in the MCU, and is, you're just going to do that. He to him? is sitting across from Michelle Pfeiffer, speaking to her, and he's not looking at her in the eyes. He is looking above her and reading lines. Yeah, he's not acting; he's reading. Yeah, did better in Space Jam. Oh, yeah, I actually loved him in Space Jam. I loved. I thought he was amazing in Space Jam. A a a very wasted cameo. Yeah. It's, I would rather have seen Bill Murray in the MCU as Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah. Or like a... Not uh, a throwaway character. Like the Collector or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And you're probably like, why are, the, why are you being so critical on this? Because it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We had great movies for 10 years. Yeah. And we're going to do that. We're go- You can't... You can't throw out all these great movies and then put these lackluster movies in and not expect us to dissect them. Like, that's just how it is. So my thing is, it could have been a Disney Plus special, 45 minutes, done. Uh, Kang, getting into more Kang stuff, I thought they did a great job. Too much CGI. I hated it. Um, They tried to do the whole, here's a tribe of people, Let's yeah. let's make you love this tribe of people. Didn't care about him. Didn't care about him at all. The only person I could name is uh, Quaz, who is uh, um, the guy that played Cheaty in uh, The Good Place. Was he the one that had the... He yeah, the he was the mind reader. Yes. Yeah. I like the little blob guy that you drink and stuff, but whatever. Um, I didn't like the leader. I don't even remember what she... like. I don't. Uh, her name starts with a K. It's like Kit Katrina or yeah, something. Yeah, like I don't that. know. It doesn't just, matter. This just was not... I don't think... I I don't even want to get into Modoc. Um, let's wanna... let's spend a a second talking about Modoc because I think that Modoc is this this <laughs> the way that they included Modoc is evident of a larger problem within the Marvel Cinematic Universe that unfortunately you can't avoid because you have real people playing these characters and eventually they're going to move on from roles. They're going to get tired of having to get so buff that, you yeah. know, they can't eat a donut without dying. Right. They keep getting <laughs> but, tattoos. But it's, 
it's almost like being teased by the production company going, you see this, you nerd? You see this? Don't yeah. you like that? Don't you like that we threw in MODOK into this whole thing? And it's like, I mean, I guess, but I would rather just see like MODOK being kind of like an ever-present threat. MODOK was constantly in the comics... This like character a little guy, was, like a you. I would rather see him, and I think that's what you're getting at. I'd rather see him randomly pop up through movies, exactly. being like, "Oh, here's Modok trying to mess exactly. stuff up." Exactly. Yeah. Like we see him at the beginning of an Avengers movie, and it's like, "Modok, we've like, done this already." He's almost like the villain that Ant Man needs, and yes! it's, it needs to be them going through a full movie rather than introducing the big, big bad of the whole MCU into this, like. Give us a Scott Lang and Modoc movie or a special or something as opposed to him just doing his thing, being annoying, and then dying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he he could have been Modoc could have been the main villain of this movie. And towards the end, he still could have died. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded if he died. It's not that, you know, that's you find my main out criticism. That Kang with it. Is his boss exactly. Yeah. It, it, he could have been the one villain for this movie. And then we moved on from there. Modoc in the real world, like I was saying, like I don't want to see him in the quantum realm all CGI. I want to see Modoc flying around in like San Francisco. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I wanted. Yeah, to see. and and we got weird baby head, tiny arms. Mm, good show his butt. We saw a uh, little dangly booty. Yeah, they did a good thing. Honestly, though, the CGI with the real face looked so bad, like to me, like they could have made him look better with the amount of stuff they were doing with the volume and the the living buildings and yeah, stuff. And like, make him look a little better. And like, you, you you could tell he wasn't even like his eyes weren't even on track to be looking at Paul Rudd. Yeah, he was always looking like over to the left of him. Like yeah. any time that he, uh, it was so bad. But the thing is, like, still, I had fun with this movie. I didn't I hate en- it. I enjoyed it. I like, didn't love there were, it. There were parts of it where I was like, this is really good. And I like what they're trying to do with it. But as a whole, it is such a mess. And we shouldn't be. How did we get from Captain America, the Winter Soldier to here? Oh, my God. One of the best Mar- Marvel movies. That's ever. what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even think that it's the best Marvel movie, but I think that it's That's at least top three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. How did we get from that point to this know. where none of it makes sense? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway. That's it, man. Uh, it's like and a Wasp, C minus. Um, it should have just been called, like, Ant-Man and his pals. Modoc dies. There's Kang CGI. By the way, that Kang is coming back. Oh, definitely. Like, he's not gone. You can't be like the uh, the outcast or what do they say? The, what is he? The, uh, the exiled one. The evicted one. Exiled. Exiled. Um, yeah, he's legit. Um, I don't know. I would give it... I'd give it two and a half oozes... Language speaking oozes out of five. It's not bad. Yeah, that's it's how I feel giving great. it a seat. It's just average. I, I could have sat in my living room after everybody went to sleep and watched this. And I probably would have had a better time. Yeah. Watching it at home I'd after have a it was on time streaming. Having a few high proof pours by myself at the house, knowing I didn't use my 
a membership credit to buy this uh, ticket. Yeah. Um, and then go from there. Yeah. <sighs> what do we have next? The Marvels? Is it? Yeah. I think so. It's coming out in like May. <sighs> I mean, I, lo- I-, I really like uh, Miss Marvel. I don't know. Let's see uh, what the, the release schedule is. We got Mandalorian coming up in March. Yeah, next week. Fucking yes. Next week, dude. All right, so Ant-Man and the Wasp kicked off this year. Guardians oh, oh, Guardians okay. 3 is next. I'm, okay. I'm happy. Okay. I'm happy. Uh, secret, uh, secret. secret Invasion is coming mid-2023. I'm so sick. Loki so Season 2 is coming later this year. Good. The Marvels is in November. Okay, so we got some. Year. We got some, we got some time for the Marvels. Yeah. Uh, what if season two uh, is supposed like, to be coming uh, out this year? They'll probably put some random people in the next one. Uh, Echo is definitely not coming out this year. There's no uh, way. I don't even know if that comes out this year. Ironheart's supposed to be out this year. Okay. Okay. I thought that was just. I thought they were changing that over to. Um, they probably will. That's what I can't wait for. X Men ninety seven. Yes, dude. That, apparently, they have already started on season two. I mean, I think it's going to be phenomenal. I hope it is. Um, Scarlet Witch is supposed to be in it too. Agatha. Agatha. I could do. I do. Do, do we need that? Probably not. Not really. Daredevil: Born Again. Please. Probably yes. going to be uh, upper mid tier. I think so. Of Marvel movies or Marvel shows, excuse me. She-Hulk above She-Hulk. It's definitely going to, I think it's going to be on par with Loki. Yeah. Captain America, New World Order, May of next year. I'm still, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, Thunderbolts. Please do it right. Please, for the love of God, make Thunderbolts a good movie. Uh, Blade. Please Maybe next year. Deadpool 3 next year. It's going to, it's going to be good no matter what. I don't care. I think so too. Spider-Man Freshman Year. Freshman. Freshman Year. Freshman. The Freshman. Freshman. Uh, Freshman Year. It's going to be good. Next year, I think. Fantastic Four, early 2025. Avengers The King Dynasty, May 2025. Avengers Secret Wars, May 1st, 2026. Uh, Armor Wars. Okay, that's what I was saying about um, Ironheart. Yeah. Let me say though, I I don't I didn't ever really talk that much about Wakanda Forever. Yeah. I friggin' loved and realized how much I missed an armored oh, hero. Yeah. When I was watching I Wakanda Forever and, stuff and it, it, I don't even care that it's not Tony Stark. Yeah. I and I love Riri Rule. Ree Ree Williams, excuse me. I think she's a wonderful character. And I'm so happy to see her in live action. Yeah. I think she's great. Yeah. So I have no problem with that. Uh Marvel Zombies, undated. Uh Wonder Man. Undated. That's gonna be um oh shoot, what is his name? Yaya Abdul Mateen. Yeah. Who was in uh Watchmen. Yeah. Uh a Wakanda series, a Nova project. Vision Quest, which is supposed to be filming next year, too. So probably 2025, 2026 when I mean, that comes out. There's tons of stuff that we're going to be excited about, but like, man, this just wasn't it. No, nah, this was uh but it's it's been like project after project where we've been like, okay, yeah, yeah not great, but let's see what happens next. Right. So I would I would probably go over to patreon.com and see what happens next. Patreon.com slash 
My Bourbon Podcast. Good for transition. As, yeah, for as little as a dollar a month. There you go. You can support us, and at $5, you can see what's next on all the bonus episodes. We just uh, did the first uh, episode of the new season of Pours from the Floor. Um, then we so ha- tense. Yeah, <laughs> it is tense. Um, then you get the pregame chats where we got pretty serious this week. Um, it helped me feel better. I think it helped Perry feel better, and I hope it makes you feel better. Um, and that was the first place that you had chance to get tickets for the live show coming up in May. Um, we're going to be pairing with Peggy. A lot of stuff going on there. We've talked about it already. Um, but yeah, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. Um, if you want to get some merch, bourbonshop.threadless.com. Perry's going to be putting out some stuff for the weekend. Uh, there's still plenty, plenty of designs on there. If you want to get a shirt, um, if you want to send an email, you can send an email to thismybourbonshop at gmail.com. Um, you can send a letter like, uh, like Connor. Was that Connor sent one? Mm-hmm. Um, or you can ask us to do a review, ask us to do a pairing, whatever. Just send an email there. If you want to be on the podcast, you can leave a voicemail at 859-428-8253. Um, we'll play your voicemail and then we'll reply to you. Uh, if you want to follow us on all social media, it's at My Bourbon Pod. Uh, you can follow me at Whiskey Mutant. You can follow Perry's uh, personal stuff at PRitter1792. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, if you want to join the Facebook group, this is My Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Search it. Ask to be a part of it. Answer some questions. We'll put you in there. We are posting links and stuff for the live show. I'd say that will be one of the most active places getting closer to the live show. You probably want to be a part of that. Um, and then leave a review. Five stars, one star, whatever you want to do. Um, it all helps. You can leave a rating on Spotify, but leave a review. We'll read it out on Apple Podcasts. And then just tell people about us. Like, subscribe. Just do all the stuff that you hear from. You hear people say it all the time. Just do it for This My Bourbon Podcast. Um, you can send us a uh, letter. Um, Perry will give you the the uh, address um, if you want to send a scarlet waxed letter. I'm really wanting one of those. Um, I think we have a new review. Do we? We don't. Okay. I was just checking the you page. Pulled it to, up I was I, I was trying to make sure that we didn't. Yeah. So I'm gonna read this review from um from uh two one two uh, do you want to read an old one? Evan uh Pittsburgh. How about an old one? Voices of an angel. Read that one. Uh this is from 2017. Uh King K Mono gives a five star review. Bourbon galore. Great, guys. Great show. Excellent content. Keep it up, fellas. Explanation point. Thank you, King K Mono from 2017. Hopefully, you still feel the same way. King K Mono, if you're listening, send us a direct message to say, Yes, I gave a review in 2017, and I'm still here, baby. Don't think that he's going to send us a message but he's listening how do you know you know him is he listening from heaven really well r.i.p sorry billy (laughs) sorry um yeah so bless up that does it (laughs) 
for you this did week. this to me. Yeah, I did that to you on purpose. Right. <laughs> Oh, thank you all so much for listening. We love you guys. This has been uh, one heck of an episode, regardless of whether you're listening on the main feed or on Patreon. Uh, one way or another, we are going to see you real soon, which is probably going to be next week, unless uh, something happens and we decide that we're going to we'll do something crazy. We'll figure it out. Until then, though, I'm Perry. <sighs> that got me. You got me good. I don't got, know. Got, you got me good. <laughs> I'm the whiskey mutant. Um, yeah. <gasps> and this is my going to hell. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>